Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's a K-Dog and Fish podcast. I'm Fish. Uh, K-Dog. And this is all about one of our favorite, would you say top five all-time comedies? Yes, it's definitely in the five. We're talking about super bad. It's high. It's high in the five. High up there. Tom, high in the Tommy fives. Boy, of course. Tommy Boy. For me, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. This one, super bad for a show. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just too many. classic. Yeah. Too many. So we've been talking about it a lot on the live shows. We did a whole trivia night on a virtual garage sale. Yep. And we have a bunch of super bad Blu-rays we've been giving out as prizes on our live shows with the spinning of the wheel. We've given away a lot. A lot of super bads. A lot of super bads. So we love this movie and we're like, why have we never done a podcast about super bad? So mm-hmm. that is changing uh, today. Yeah. Uh, super bad is in, in, in case you are completely hidden under a rock mm-hmm. in the mid two thousands. Uh, this movie came out in 2007 and blew us away. I mean, I've probably watched this movie start to finish more than any other comedy. Maybe no, I've watched it more than Tommy boy. I've watched it more than, I think I've seen super bad more than any other comedy film in my life the only one that i think i could go toe-to-toe with super bad would be planes trains and automobiles and uh, as far as how many how many times, times i've watched okay. it and super troopers oh i have seen because i have watched super troopers an unhealthy amount of times <laughs> so super bad came out in 2007 we do always like to talk about on these podcasts the business of the film uh, by the way, if you hear a sipping or cracking another ginger ale, uh, we do like to have ginger ales while we have podcasts. So cheers. Cheers. To you. We do um, like to have ginger ales while we do podcasts, while we do live shows, while we do YouTube, YouTube shows. <laughs> Quite a bit. Uh, in fact, we are going to be renaming the K-Dog and Fish podcast. At some point, we need uh, producer Tim to help us with the graphic. Yeah. We're going to call it Ginger Ales and Shenanigans. Yeah. I don't think, I think he's not doing, I think he's not, like, purposely not doing the logo. Okay. Because I just don't think he likes the name. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) He's like, I don't like that name. You got to rename it. But that's a funny name. He's like, no, no. Ginger Ales and Shenanigans. No. So, uh, Superbad came out in 2007. Domestic. This actually shocked me. I, I... I don't know, for some reason, I never looked up how much Superbad made in theaters. Mm-hmm. It did over $120 million. Yeah, that surprised me. I didn't think it did that. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And internationally, it did another 49 mm-hmm. So worldwide, it took in $170 million at the box yeah. office, which I, I thought it was popular, but I thought it made its killing at home right. on rental and mm-hmm. Blu-ray DVD purchases at the time. Yeah. Uh, and it was only a $20 million budget. So yeah. everyone's laughing on that one. Apato is a producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rogen, of course, mm-hmm. with his writing partner, Evan Goldberg. Mm-hmm. One of the cool facts, like now there's, it's, it actually was going to surprise me how many fun facts I could dig up about Superbad mm-hmm. because we basically know the, the everything. Yeah, the movie start to finish right? pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. it was... It was tough to find interesting tidbits, but, and then I thought again, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast who've never seen Superbad or has seen it, liked it, and don't know the fun facts that we do. So there'll be a bit of new facts for us Mm -hmm. and then a lot of like what we, how we feel about the film and little things that we know. 
starting mm. with the fact that we know that the characters in the film, Seth and Evan, played by Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, uh, are based on Seth Rogen and his best friend and writing producing partner, Evan Goldberg. There you go. And they actually wrote the first script that, like, the rough draft mm-hmm. of Superbad when they were like 13 years old. That's amazing. That's amazing. They were yeah. they were just like we wanted to see if we could write a movie. Yeah, and this is what they wrote. Yeah. Now that to me makes me feel like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck with yeah, um, you know where I'm going. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, where they were just like we're we're kind of we're not in the biz mm-hmm. just yet. There's a lot of similarities between these two movies too. <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Goodwill Hunting and Dartmouth. Superman. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, there's probably not a lot of similarities, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to point out when you talked about the box office, I think this is a pure example of a movie that made its money on word of mouth. Yeah. Because you, when you would see the poster, none of these guys were stars. No. McLovin, we know, is no, is... He was first movie ever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, uh, what did... Um, Michael Cera was really just uh, uh, yeah, Arrested this, Development. That was it. That was it. Yeah, so yeah. he was more TV... And I'm not even sure what Jonah Hill had really. He had a couple things, but he wasn't this really. This was his first, and, and it's tough to say starring role because mm-hmm. it's a it's a really more of an ensemble, right? But this was his first starring role. Really. Well, yeah, and Seth Rogen and Bill Hader and stuff like that. They were more supporting cast. Yeah, so you wouldn't even know they're really in the movie, you know? If you, like, if, like theoretically, based on the poster. Yeah, based on the poster. Or, yeah. You saw the trailer, you'd see it. But I think. This is the kind of movie that you went and saw it and you went got home and you were just like, holy crap. Like yeah. you're you're messaging everybody going, We gotta go tomorrow night, let's get some ginger ales and we got we gotta go see this again. Like And we know? saw it multiple times. Oh, multiple times yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh of course then now that you can watch it on Netflix or we both have the D V D and the Blu ray mm-hmm. of this movie, uh we've seen it so many times. Uh, yeah. Greg Matola is the director. Yeah. Now we all know that Judd Apatow produced it. Mm-hmm. He actually he got it to screen, but it was Greg Matola who directed. It. If you're not familiar with the name, after Superbad, he went on to do Adventureland, mm-hmm. which is a quirky, funny summer comedy. It's actually really good. It's so I I, I really it. enjoyed it. And then one of our favorites, Paul. Yeah. Which, of course, Seth Rogen voices the alien. So good. And he did Clear History. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because how much you love this movie. I love this movie. It was an HBO uh, film, and it was about Larry David. Can you explain the plot? Uh, (laughs) Okay, so Larry David is the marketing director for an automotive company owned by John Hamm. Yeah, and he uh, creates this new car that's that's unbelievably like cutting edge kind of thing, and he decides he wants to call it the Howard. Okay, and I believe it was the Howard, I believe. But anyways, and Larry David's like, no, I'm the marketing director, blah blah blah. I have shares in this, and he's like, no, no, I'm not letting you release this. I quit, and he quit, and the car became the biggest car in the history yeah. of the world, and then he became the laughing stock of the United States because he walked away. Yeah. From what could have been millions and millions and millions of dollars in his shares, and he moved out to I think it was I think it was Rhode Island, um, and basically just 
hid away from everybody. Yeah. And nobody knew he was there. And he then, like he had a big beard. And he, he had a big beard. Shaved it all yeah. off, and just he was just hiding from people. Nobody knew. And John Hamm ended up, you know, who was insanely rich now because the Howard took off. Yeah. Uh, was getting a, a building a cottage there, or took a house over and stuff. And it was just hilarious. I actually didn't know this. This Greg Matola. Yeah. I didn't know that he did all this stuff, and yeah. that's awesome because everything he's done since then, I love. Really good you comedy know? director, and basically, Superbad helped move all that, you know, his way. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I know we shouldn't talk about clear history yeah. on a Superbad podcast, but yeah. the one thing, <laughs> pure Larry David, is the whole scene about plugs. Oh yeah, plugs should be up higher, yeah, eye level, low yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Because when you plug something in, why do you want to bend down to plug it? Oh, my God. Honestly, <laughs> if you haven't seen Clear History, watch it. It is 96 minutes of pure joy. And you know where it would be? 100% is on Crave. Oh, Crave. Yeah, it's definitely Because it's on they there. have a whole HBO library. Yeah. So if you ever want to see uh, Clear History, that's Oh, no, it's, it's definitely on there for sure because I've watched it a couple times on Crave. Now, we, as we said, Judd Apatow produced it. And so originally when this movie was trying to be made it was uh and for some reason it took years to get it to actually to screen mm -hmm. apatow was producer and they were casting and seth was gonna play seth uh, rogan was gonna play seth yeah and evan wasn't an actor so they mm -hmm. actually had a lot of people from the freaks and geeks squad yeah so jason siegel uh from how i met your mother was right. part of freaks and geeks right big part of the apatow family he went on to do saving uh forgetting sarah marshall yeah, yeah. all that so jason siegel was going to do evan mm -hmm. and martin Starr was going to be fogel okay that was the original cast right. now a lot of the people involved in the early came on to do cameo so martin Starr does a cameo yeah also we love him on uh silicon valley, silicon valley yeah yeah and he does a cameo at the party scene in super bad in the room where evan's gonna sing oh that's right he is in like, there like a bird like a bird yeah uh oh. but uh siegel didn't do a cameo but you know who also did a cameo and oh. i had no idea yeah and this is actually again goes back to how many times we've seen this yeah apparently danny mcbride's in it in the party uh i don't know if it's at the high school party okay or the party that we just referenced but danny mcbride uncredited scene in the background in the party i do not remember that at all yeah so now a lot, I gotta, I gotta a lot watch of the that. judd apatow people were uh were mixed in and then of course by the time they actually got the film ready to be made seth rogan and all these guys they were too old to play high school students mm -hmm. they recast jonah hill yeah uh in seth uh rogan's role right and michael Cera as evan and uh i don't i don't even know if i can pronounce fogel's Real name McLovin, uh, Christopher Mintz Plus. Yeah, if I'm getting that. I don't correct. even know exactly know. what it is. Matt. His yeah. first role ever. Yeah. Uh, instead of Martin Starr. Yeah. But um, I also uh, wanted to point out that there was a couple of other uh, film choices for a Emma Stone. Uh, I didn't know this either. It was her first movie. Okay. All right. And they, she obviously went on to do uh, like Easy A, and mm -hmm. then. La La Land and then won an Oscar right. and all that. All that kind of fun uh, stuff. But that was her first movie. Oh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Easy A is a good movie, too. And Emma Stone's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, the uh, I read something really cool about John Apatow saying that after the success of the film, he really wanted to do a sequel. Oh, really? And 
<laughs> so I have a quote from a magazine art, uh, that he gave. Okay. And it says, I always wanted to do a sequel to Superbad, but I couldn't convince anybody. <laughs> the actors, no one with Superbad thought we should do another Superbad. But I wanted to do Superbad in college desperately. Yeah. But no one would listen to me. It seems like the actors were just happy with the way things ended, so no super bad too. Now that yeah, brings up I mean, a debate. Would you want a super bad too? Could you possibly recapture the comedic magic that was in the first one? It's a, it's interesting to think about it. And the first thing, the minute you you started talking about it, I thought about Elf. Okay. And how they wanted to do Elf too. Yeah. And Will Ferrell wouldn't do it. And, and that, was that the right call? And that was that was yeah. definitely, I think, the right call. Yeah. Because Elf was just the right time, and Will Ferrell was just, it was just his time to just nail that role in Elf. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad he didn't do a sequel, because I think it wouldn't have done as well. So Superbad 2. I think Superbad 2, as much as I'm thinking about it in my head, yeah. it'd probably be really fun <laughs> at college. But at the same time, yeah, I, I'd probably go out on a high note, you know? Because yeah. you've created literally the best teen movie it's really ever. teen comedy ever I, really if you put it that out in american pie probably go yeah up american e- pie even, even even stevens i'd say super bad's funnier oh it's funnier than american pie but i'm just saying in terms of like movies that could define a generation like a, a high school movie kind yeah. of idea you know american pie and this are probably the two of, that i think of there you go porky mm-hmm. i throw porkies well in there. porkies for sure but that's that's og <laughs> that's og <laughs> that is og yeah. So, uh, also, uh, we mentioned Seth uh, and Evan, the real Seth and Evan, uh, wrote the film when they were really young, and a lot of it was based on true stories. Mm-hmm. This I didn't know. Okay. So, the fake ID concept actually happened. Okay. Of course, they made it funnier with the whole McLovin. Right. That whole scene is hilarious. Yeah. One name. One name? <laughs> Who are you, Seal? Now, we could... You either won an Irish R&B singer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could honestly probably quote the movie verbatim start to finish yeah. pretty close. Oh, yeah, thing. 100%. So that whole scene with the fake ID, in a version of it actually yeah. did happen. Yeah. You changed your name to Muhammad? <laughs> no, it was either that or Muhammad. Or, Mah- or Muhammad. Read oh, sorry, book, or Muhammad. Man. It's yeah. one of the most popular names on earth. <laughs> and you chose it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sorry, I messed that up there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, yeah. so Fogel was a real person. Yeah. It was actually one of their friends. One of their friends. That's hilarious. So the real, and there was other interviews where they were saying the real Fogel was really more like Evan. Okay. But obviously changed for the movie, but there right. actually was a Fogel. Cool. And you and I have always had this debate that when they're eating lunch mm-hmm. and they said, what am I going to eat dessert alone? Like I'm Steven Glansberg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was obviously a real, a real Steven Glansberg. Oh, yeah. That's so <laughs> who funny. probably watched that movie going, yeah, I went to high school with these guys. Yeah. And he's watching that movie yeah. going, oh man, that's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any friends. <laughs> and that's poor, a, but it's really funny. Poor real life Steven Glansberg. <laughs> he also... <laughs> You were a loser. <laughs> the funny thing about yeah. the kid who played him was just staring up at his face, yeah, yeah. eating his pudding. Or, you know what would be even funnier? I don't know any backstory to this, okay. but it would be even funnier if he was like a good friend of theirs, Yeah, and this was just their way of making fun of him in their movie. Yeah, like, just to throw one at him. Just throw one at him. Like, nice. You know what I mean? Like, if you and I wrote a movie and we made Steven Gladensburg CVB, 
Nice. You know, CBB was like, what the hell? I thought we were friends. We're like, well, we are, but it was really funny. <laughs> Sorry, man. We had to do Sorry, it. Sorry, man. We had to do it. <laughs> now, I also, have, we should, we actually have not even discussed the premise uh, to anyone who's never seen Superbad. Yeah. We're, so we're glad you got paroled. Now let's catch up on everything that you've yeah, done since you, you got out. You should be, you yeah. should be watching. If you haven't seen Superbad, you obviously have reasons. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to assume jail time. Is the only reason somebody yeah. would not have seen Super Or you're gotcha. Amish, you know? <laughs> you didn't own a Blu-ray You didn't player, own yeah. a Blu-ray player, and you're on Rumspringer right now. And let's get <laughs> some super bad in you. So it's based on Seth and Evan's uh, experience in uh, high school. It's uh, three friends, uh, Seth, Evan, and uh, Fogel. Fogel! <laughs> Fogel! <laughs> Hi! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that is a quote from the scene. Actually, that was the first scene he filmed. McLovin's first scene in the film was the the classroom scene. Yeah, and his whole speech at the beginning about yeah, let's go um, get some uh, booze and all that yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, was completely improvised. Oh, Actually, yeah. for and for a first time actor, that's impressive. Uh, tons and tons and tons. Greg Matola uh, would just let the camera roll. There were so many improvised mm-hmm. scenes and lines that they left in that's the film. That's so awesome. And I feel like yeah. that's the when you have this many good comedic people, especially with the cops too, having mm-hmm. Bill Hader and Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. And just letting them shoot lines and mm-hmm. shoot lines and you just put the funniest ones in there. Yeah. Anyway, so the uh where was I going? I I got completely off track there. Oh, we were saying the premise of the movie. Oh the premise yeah. of the movie. So <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Uh, the premise of the film is high school. It's uh, graduation is two weeks away. Yeah, <laughs> there's another. I know why there. you're laughing. <laughs> there's two weeks left of school. Uh, we're gonna try not to swear. We're gonna make this. Yeah, a, yeah we're gonna be, we're gonna be good on this one. Yeah, uh, we yeah. should say that this movie has the f word in it uh, a 176 times, which <laughs> seems a little too many. Is a lot. <laughs> Uh, in fact, averages to 1.6 F-bombs per minute. <laughs> also, uh, 84 of those are spoken by Seth's character, played by Jonah Hill. Gotcha. That's a lot of F-bombs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the whole premise is they're in high school. There's two weeks left in school. They're, uh, they don't really go to parties. They're, no. They hang out with each other. Oh, are you cracking another ginger ale? Yep. Nice. Hanging out with each other, uh, and then they get a chance to go to a party right. because of Emma Stone's character, uh, Jules. Jules. And also, by the way, uh, they originally read Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. for that role, but I'm really glad that they went with Emma Stone because 100%. she was perfect. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. So they want, uh, because they have a fake ID mm-hmm. now- <laughs> To get the booze for the party. It's mm-hmm. a basic premise, yeah. right? Oh, there's not a lot High to it. High school yeah. comedy. Yeah. There's a party. A bunch of kids who are not part of the popular crowd have a chance to get invited and bring booze for the party because they have a fake ID. Right. And it's really the journey of trying to get the booze and then it failing. Uh, the attempts to get the booze were hilarious, whether it was Seth, they were picking up Fogle at his job. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm going to just go pay like steal it yeah now why are we going to make another trip to the liquor store right and uh also uh mclovin comes out wearing that vest the vest yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you aladdin <laughs> uh but uh he couldn't pull it off but there's a couple of funny dream sequences of him imagining 
pull it, uh, stealing the booze. Right. And then, uh, of course, the actual using the fake ID with the money mm-hmm. at a liquor store. And that just happens to be at the same time the liquor store gets robbed. Yeah. McLovin hits the floor with a punch and two cops come who then befriend McLovin yeah. and take him on the most hilarious cop booze filled uh, journey yeah. and night of his life yeah. to where McLovin becomes like a legend. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. Seth and Evan have, there's a, there, I, I believe they did put a lot of heart in that film too, because it was their relationship mm-hmm. and they were going to separate colleges yeah. and how that would affect their friendship. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's yeah. not just, you know, Dick and booze jokes no, and stuff no. like there is, you you actually like the characters? Yeah, you see that at the end. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, Jonah Hill's character is uh, not know, as yeah. smart. <laughs> no, no. But you know, he's struggling that he's not like that. You know, I think he's struggling more than Evan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That he couldn't get into Dartmouth. Couldn't get into Dartmouth. <laughs> well, I'll be going to state. <laughs> yeah. That I, I'm Where not going to finish. Are twice as likely to <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you know the movie, that line is hilarious. Uh, so anyway, it was that whole story, and then they finally, after their long night of crazy uh, circumstances of trying to get the booze, and also going to that other house party after they get hit by the car. Yeah. Because uh, that's also hilarious. That guy who drove the car, too, has gone on to do a lot of things, including he's got a massive role in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Like He's like a major character. He was a major, yeah. yeah. He's... Uh, yeah. What's his face? His best friend and a fellow and partner. Yeah. Uh, why are Andy Samberg? Sorry, yeah, Andy Samberg. Yeah, but on I... Brooklyn Nine Nine. But he was also uh, a part. He was in Pineapple Express. Like, yeah. He did do a bunch of stuff with uh, Judd Apatow. Yeah, I just didn't projects. realize he was that big on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. You're always it's funny. talking about. Yeah, so, so I'm going to get into it because it's see like the ones I watched was really funny. It's really funny. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how funny the the captain is mm-hmm. because he's so straight laced yeah, and the things yeah. that come out of his mouth are uh, hilarious. Oh, I noticed that already. He's like, almost got like this robotic delivery yeah. and he he's extremely intelligent and he just says these things and you're like, yeah. it's so funny. It seems like he's got a pretty good like sarcasm going on there. Yeah. 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 But dry, very dry sarcasm. Super dry. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's extremely funny show. Yeah. All the characters are great. And yes, the actor is Joe... Lou Truglio. There you go. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong, yeah. but he's on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he accidentally hits Seth he with his, his car. <laughs> change his name. Yeah, yeah. You got to change your name to Joey T. Joey T. You know, <laughs> can't can't go. You need like everybody knows Brad Pitt. Why it's Brad Pitt? It's an easy name, right? Yeah, that name is too much. It's too much. Joe Lou Truglio. Truglio. Too much. Too, too much. much. Too much. Go by Joey T. Way better. Way better. So that party that he takes them to to get booze because yeah. he doesn't want to get sued for hitting Seth with his car. Yeah. By the way, are you guys on MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> He's gives off such a pervy vibe. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, one of you guys could sit up here with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also love how much Seth just dislikes him. Yeah. Like right off the hop. And as, as he should. As he should. But he's yeah. just just like, no. Like this guy, no. And he had like $7 in his wallet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you, six years old? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he takes him to the house party where they're going to steal booze from there after McLovin failed with the robbery and they think he's been arrested. Yeah. And uh, that party is hosted by Kevin Corrigan, who... 
you may not know the actor's name, but you've seen his face. He was actually the first time I ever saw uh, Kevin Corrigan mm-hmm. was he was the brother on Grounded for Life, okay, which yeah. is a hilarious show with Donald Logue that you and I loved mm-hmm. on Fox. That that show is so funny, Grounded for Life. Yeah, and he was also on the more recent season of Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in The Departed. He plays a lot of bad guy characters yeah he was leonardo dicaprio's cousin in departed that's right yeah, yeah. and ray donovan yeah he's you recognize his face but you wouldn't again not know his name you wouldn't know his no. name but he was no. also in pineapple express too so that was mm-hmm. really cool but so they go to that party couldn't get it finally they end up with some booze yeah and they meet back up with mclovin and they get to the party where they both each hope to hook up with the girls that they like right that's the premise mm-hmm of super bad it took us a while to get there but <laughs> only actually 30 minutes <laughs> there you go it took us a minute to land the plane as my wife would say when i'm telling a story yeah. she goes land the plane we got fish just <laughs> land the plane okay we're here yeah <laughs> all right so and a bunch of hilarity obviously ensues uh, across the way you have two different storylines Seth and Evan's journey mm-hmm. to get to the party and real thinking McLovin got arrested. Mm-hmm. And then McLovin's adventure with the two cops that come to investigate the uh, scene where he got punched out yeah. and at the liquor store when he was, and they was basically successful. The girl believed his fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they recently added more hops. More hops. <laughs> I've been drinking it for years. <laughs> Meanwhile, he looks like he's 12. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Really funny scene. And then, of course, the cops come in, and the cops are played by uh, Bill Hader from SNL and Seth Rogen, who obviously was too old to play Seth, the yeah. high school student. Mm-hmm. Although, funny fact is that. Uh, although the the other cast were basically kids, like uh, McLovin, the actor, was only 17 at the time, mm-hmm. and Evan was 18. Uh, Jonah Hill was like 22, 23, mm-hmm. but looked a lot younger. Right. And Seth Rogen is only two years older mm-hmm. than Jonah Hill, but based on the height and appearance, mm-hmm. you'd think that when Rogen's playing the cop, yeah. he's way older. Right. But there's actually only like a two year difference between That's the guys. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So the movie's so believable that I actually to this day feel that Michael Sarah or Sierra, Michael Sierra? Sierra. Michael Sierra. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Way. Michael Sierra and Jonah Hill like hang out daily. Yeah. Like I just feel like I I believe truly in my heart that they are like best friends. They and I don't think they are. Well, I think af- after this, yeah, though, yeah. like, so they were trying to cast uh, Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen are friends. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to cast Evan. And when they brought Michael Cera on board, they basically said it wasn't even about the acting or the credits or anything. Mm-hmm. It was like they were casting a new best friend. Right. And it worked. Yeah. And it was actually oh, it totally worked. Jay Baruchel mm-hmm. who recommended Cera. Oh, really? Because Jay Baruchel's Canadian as well. And Freaks and Geeks. And he was Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. And yeah. he was uh, doing the movie Fanboys right. at the time with Rogan. Mm-hmm. And he recommended Syrah for Superbad. Gotcha. And it was that conversation led to Syrah's mom getting a script. Okay. And Syrah's mom convincing Syrah to do it. Oh, all right. That's interesting. So that huh. was, yeah, I thought that was a cool story. That's cool. All right. Now, so much happens at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. where they're discussing getting the, how they're going to get the booze and the fake IDs and a lot of stuff comes up. 
there's the scene at the soccer field, <laughs> <laughs> which might be one of my favorite scenes right. in the whole movie. Yeah, where Seth Rogen does not care. Yeah, that there's a soccer game going on for gym class. <laughs> yeah. Walks onto the field to have a full-on conversation with Sarah. Yeah, which enrages the soccer coach. Yeah, and Greg. Yeah, who is played by Dave Franco. That's right, the Franco. Now, the funny thing about that is that it's obviously James Franco's brother. Mm-hmm. Both Rogan and Jonah Hill would go on to work with both brothers quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So Jonah uh, was with Dave Franco as well in Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rogen was in Neighbors with Dave Franco. Right, right, yeah. And then, of course, Seth Rogen and James Franco did so much together. Pineapple Express. The interview. The interview, another yeah. one of our most famous movies. This is the that end. We love. Also had all of them. Yeah. I almost think like we might be able to do an entire podcast on the interview, but. We should, really. I really <laughs> love the interview. So funny. And yeah. James Franco's the funny one. Yeah. That's yeah. what's hilarious about it. Yeah, I could do the interview for sure. Yeah. 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 But it was funny, like, a first ever appearance by, like, uh, uh, Dave Franco. Yeah. And then they would all end up working together quite a bit. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> People don't forget. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, we should mention that Greg pissed his pants. <laughs> Seth reminded him. And he's like, dude, that was, like, eight years ago. <laughs> People don't forget. People don't forget. <laughs> That whole scene, absolutely hilarious. So funny. And then, of course, Seth has a problem with Becca, who is Evan's crush. And when that all goes down, Mm -hmm. they release this story that is beyond words that Seth, like like 8% of kids do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a problem. I didn't know where you are going. Now I'm like, oh, now I remember. Yeah, now you know. (laughs) Now I remember, yeah. So he would... He couldn't touch pen to paper without drawing. And I'm going to use uh, – what word can I use on this podcast without having to beep it? Say, I think you say dick. You can say dick. We've said dick before. Ah, they're saying dick on, net, on network TV now. Yeah, so he would draw dicks. Yeah, they're saying it on Dateline now. <laughs> oh, they just date, yeah, yeah. Like Morley Safer comes out and goes, that guy's a dick? Yeah. All I don't right. know what you guys think, but I'm pretty sure that guy did it. He seems like a dick. Seems like a total and dick. And that's like, well, you're ruining Dateline now. Like, come on, <laughs> you know? So the uh, the whole the whole dick drawing yeah. thing was insanely funny, and apparently I read up that Evan Goldberg's brother drew all of those. Okay, and, <laughs> they were pretty good. <laughs> so David Goldberg, and there were close to one thousand drawings. <laughs> that seems like too many. <laughs> So they had to cut it to the ones that were a handful that were actually used in the movie. Okay. But there was over a thousand. That seems like too many. Can you imagine just like Evan talking to his brother and he goes, listen, I know you're a great drawer, especially of dicks. I'm thinking of this. I need it for the movie. And he just comes (laughs) back with, how many did you end up doing? I did a thousand. That's a lot of dicks. Really? That's a lot of (laughs) dicks. So I thought that was really funny because yeah. some of them were absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the one line, I, I don't even have this. I don't have it right in front of me. Yeah. But he, he called it, he hit them all in his Ghostbusters lunchbox. Yeah. And he called it a, a, a Dictropia or something like that. or uh, di- Treasure chest. Tre- oh, tre- oh, that's right. Treasure chest. <laughs> that's right. Why did I think of Dictopia? I don't know. Where, I don't know where I got that from. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No. And <laughs> what was the whole bit about. 
about the foods being shaped like uh, yeah so after yeah, yeah my parents thought i was possessed by a dick demon <laughs> and they wouldn't even let me eat food shaped like dicks. that's you, right that's right do you that's know how right. many foods are shaped like dicks the best guy the best guy <laughs> and evan's uh, face and the way michael syrup plays it and his, oh yeah so the subtle things he says under his breath oh yeah i know it is beyond we can't repeat any yeah. of them but oh yeah beyond funny oh yeah no michael sarah's just like nonchalant comments that he makes to seth is, yeah. are so funny yeah so funny a lot yeah. of them are very like under his breath yeah and very like dismissive like yeah. oh i didn't didn't realize i didn't that. realize i didn't realize the cohen brothers don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't direct the porn you like perfect 10 <laughs> perfect 10 <laughs> sounds like a bowling website <laughs> honestly we could probably even just do the entire uh, podcast is us just doing quotes yeah but, exactly yeah so funny so we love this movie uh it's just we could quote it all the time do you know whose mm. favorite movie of all time this is and no. you're you're gonna be surprised by this fact no eminem really it's eminem's favorite movie that's hilarious and not there's so there's a couple things that when i read that made me like go oh okay a little light bulb yeah is there's a reference to eminem uh when they the cops come to investigate the robbery okay at the liquor store and they're asking for a description. Yeah. It was like a white guy in a hoodie. So like Eminem. Yeah. Oh, that's right. right? He did do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of yeah. course, Eminem did, uh, he references the movie in a couple of his songs. Okay. And yeah, that fact that, that this is Eminem's favorite movie, I think was the reason how they got Eminem to do that one cameo in the interview. Oh. Because that never made sense to me because yeah. Eminem is not known for that no right and he the if you take the cameo the the context of the cameo in the interview okay. you're like how would they ever get eminem to agree to that oh that makes a lot of sense now. and this makes sense because he loves super bad so much okay right? all right yeah the wheels are spinning well yeah because eminem is he is like he's on his own level oh yeah right like yeah. but yeah but you're right like he did eight mile yeah. which was amazing and yeah, not a comedy not a comedy but he, he <laughs> He can act. He can act. Yeah. He, he like he can act, but he didn't. He's not known for doing cameos and stuff like that. He's yeah. a very isolated guy. Like that time he came out for the was it the Oscars? He came out last yeah. year or two years ago, and everyone lost their mind. Right? Yeah. He didn't even you know, go when uh, yeah. his song from Eight Mile won the best Oscar yeah. for original song. He mm. didn't even go. Right. So yeah, it was. That's yeah. cool. He did that. Yeah, when he went to the Oscars, he did a um a duet with Elton John. Which I think, at the Oscars, I think that blew people away. Yeah, but I think a couple of years ago he did the the song from Eight Mile. He did it. Oh, he came back. He, he to came do back it? to do oh, it. Cool. It's a couple of years ago. I don't remember anyway. exactly. But anyways, long story short, it was it was a cool performance. But for him to actually go do that cameo in the interview, yeah, that makes sense now. Now yeah. it makes sense yeah. that they got him to do it because he's such a massive Super Bad fan. Gotcha. All so right, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Yeah, I like it. Also, the uh, like I. I we could honestly talk about this movie forever. There's uh, a few cameos. We mentioned that uh, Danny McBride's uh, in a party scene yeah, I gotta look in for the that. background. Now I have to rewatch it looking for that. 100%. It's something I've never seen. Mm -hmm. Martin Starr was at the party. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, David Crumholtz uh, from Who's The that? Santa Claus. And uh, when, when Seth Rogen is on The League and they go to L.A., 
it's him and Dick Pepperfield are the producers. Oh, right, right. Yeah, David yeah, David yeah, Crumholtz. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he was also yeah. in uh, uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's, uh, um, oh, sorry. He's, he's always with, um, God, what's his face from American Pie? Biggs? No, 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 no. In, in Harold and Kumar, oh, he's yeah, always yeah. with, now uh, I'm blanking on his name from-, from <laughs> Yeah, know, what's his name? Yeah, now I'm blanking on his name from American Pie. Oh, man. That Stifler oh. picked on the entire time, right? Yeah, I remember what Stifler's nickname for his him was, which I'm not going to say, but- yeah. Uh, yeah. What was his name? Yeah. So, yeah, Stifler was constantly picking. They were the uh, Harold, uh, Harold and Kumar. They were always together. Yeah, him with David Crumholtz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now I have to look it up what his character's name was. It's, it's uh, bothering me that I forgot on that. I blanked yeah, out why it completely. Do I, why do I not remember that? Yeah. Uh, come on. You know exactly what we're going. Finch. Like, Finch, that's right. It yeah. was Finch. Yeah. Right, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I remember uh, David Crumhold in- Hold. Crumholtz? Crumholtz. Again, again, you know the guy. If you saw his face. Yeah, yeah. but you just don't remember him. But He's you know. actually also credited with coming up with the title. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a few different working titles, and he called it Super Bad, hmm. and uh, that stuck. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so cameos also include uh, Seth Rogen's dad. Okay. So I, you'll know the scene mm-hmm. when- they're running through backyards mm-hmm. and they come across like a slumber party and there's an old man that comes out in his bathrobe with a, and he throws a bat and yeah. hits, hits Seth. Say in, Seth, yeah. 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 That's Seth Rogen's real life dad. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Coming out in his bathrobe. Nice. Uh, yeah. We mentioned uh, Danny McBride. Uh, Bill Hader was so funny. Uh, that's where I'm at with this movie is that yeah. uh, they... The cops are the best part. Okay, so here's a great question. That's my thing. Yeah, is yeah. is the because we said it splits off into two different stories. Yeah, and then they all meet back up at the end. Mm-hmm. Is the funniest parts with Jonah Hill and Michael Cera, or is it with the cops and McLovin? The cops and McLovin, a hundred percent. I'll I'll testify that in, in court. court right now. <laughs> okay, it's so funny. Like even them in the bar will take thirteen road beers to go. Yeah, you don't the, want you don't want to meet you don't want to meet your future wife in a bar. I actually wrote you want down, to meet her at a pumpkin patch. <laughs> I wrote down the exact quote. Okay, yeah. it's on the back. You and I say it so often. So yeah. I had to get it exactly right. Okay, all right. So they were talking Go. about how Bill Hader met his uh, wife at that specific yeah. bar. Yeah, she is an actual whore. whore. <laughs> <laughs> so. McLovin was like, "Ooh, are there any ladies uh, <laughs> want to see, see this?" <laughs> and they said, "McLovin, you don't want to meet a girl in the bar. Seriously, man, that was a major turning point in my life when I realized that you got to go to other places. You got to go to spin class, a <laughs> farmers market, a pumpkin patch, given the time of year." <laughs> <laughs> the given a time of year is the best part. Well, pumpkins aren't in season all the time. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Yeah. So funny. And so I also funny. love the Bill Hader doing donuts in the parking lot oh, yeah. to With, Van Halen. Yeah, Panama. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I Do you think I could uh, shoot that? Shoot your gun? Yeah. I don't know. Can, Can you? Can you? I mean, literally <laughs> give a 17-year-old kid this gun. Yes. Yeah, so totally. So funny. Are they hard to shoot? They yeah. are if you're Michaels over here. <laughs> they they stole the whole movie. The like, two cops. Oh yeah. yeah. They're by far my favorite part of the the whole movie. Even when they're interviewing the clerk at the robbery, the liquor store yeah. robbery, and the way they're talking about it, and it's just like 
Yeah, it's just it's insane. Like they're so funny. Yeah. Yeah. The two yeah. that and Bill Hader, I think, was I saw these really cool glimpses of him getting a little serious when he they have to decide after they they hit Seth with their car. Right decide what to do mm-hmm. and he takes it really bill Hader kind of takes it a little serious yeah. at that point mm-hmm. you're like oh wow like bill Hader can get serious yeah. and then of course he went on now to do his own series barry yeah and it won a bunch of emmys and he won best actor yeah barry's great uh yeah. if you've never seen it it is also hbo is mm-hmm. it not yep yeah yep. with henry winkler and mm-hmm. bill Hader is uh, a hitman who's trying to get out of the business, yeah. and the guy that we love, but we yeah. don't know his name, but he's so funny. It's the best part of the whole show. He plays the yeah. uh, uh, oh, Armenian. They, yeah, they're Armenian. They're not. Yeah. They're not Russian. They're not yeah. Czechoslovakian. They're Armenian. Armenian whatever. gangster yeah. with the alopecia, like he has no hair. Yeah, and uh, no eyebrows, no nothing. That guy is so funny. So funny. Oh my god, so funny. Yeah. So we recommend that show as well. But Bill Hader uh, really at that point was just doing SNL Mm -hmm. and I actually uh funny story so in 2009 I went to New York Mm -hmm. and my wife and I waited until all the cast came out Mm -hmm. we tried to get on the lottery for SNL yeah we just missed getting in and the security guy's like just come out they all come out the front door we're like really so he stood out there I got pictures of me with Bill Hader Andy Sam like all of them uh even Jason Sudeikis signed my lottery ticket for yeah. thing and so i i got to talk to bill Hader, and he's signing my thing and i'm like dude i would be I, I i couldn't forgive myself if i don't tell you like how much i love super bad yeah yeah and he's swear to god he didn't even look up from signing my thing he goes yeah a lot of people really like that movie and i'm like <laughs> he must get that a, a lot, lot. Yeah. <laughs> to have that kind of reaction yeah, yeah. he must get told that by stupid people like me yeah non-stop non-stop yeah, yeah and i would still tell them to this day yeah uh 13 14 years later yeah that that's still my favorite yeah like, He's like you know so what funny. yeah i hear that every once in a while yeah yeah uh something funny too that i read was they were screaming again with the on the soccer field mm-hmm. and seth is talking about his chances with jewels okay and he uses dtf <laughs> yes yeah that actually was the first time that was ever uttered on like that they coined the phrase oh seriously dtf <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently it became a jersey shore tag phrase like okay i don't watch jersey, I don't shore, watch jersey so, shore yeah uh but that apparently they started using dtf okay and seth rogan did a 10 year uh super bad he was going on twitter yeah and doing a live 10 year anniversary watching and and tweet reacting okay uh, to the whole film that's cool and he mentions that fact that dtf was totally originally written in the script yeah and if, if you don't know what that means right yeah. now <laughs> it's down to and then the f word Ew. uh and they coined yeah. that so yeah. like they invented DTF. Nice. Which I thought was hilarious. That's so funny. And then it got picked up by other places. But I think it's just so much of it is the performances, the quotes, mm-hmm. the the story was, was simple but fun. Mm-hmm. Like when they get to that party and they don't know anybody there and they're trying to get the booze and yeah. Seth's got this genius idea of emptying beers into the... 
was it? It was gasoline or no, no laundry, detergent, laundry detergent, yeah. laundry detergent, like yeah. tie, red tide uh, canisters. Yeah, yeah. And that's why the beer was was blue. You would imagine that would still be poisonous. Oh yeah, that yeah, that can't be good. <laughs> that can't be good. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. they try to get out of there, and he ends up slow dancing with the guy who's running the party. Right. And his. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can't even yeah. tell this joke. Can I tell this joke? Yeah, slow and dad, slow dancing with his girlfriend. Yeah, not the, him. Sorry, the guy, the the guy's girlfriend, the girlfriend of the guy who's running the party. Right, right. And she's in everything Apatow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. her name. I don't know her name either. But no. she is like uh, a, a cameo in Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. Mm-hmm. You literally see her in yeah everything. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a a, a little known show. I don't have any notes on this. I think it was in 2001 called Undeclared. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that. I know the show. Yeah. Jay Baruchel was in it. Right. Yeah. And she was a ma- she got a major role in it, produced by Apatow. And uh, I loved that show, and it didn't last very long, mm-hmm. which sucked because it was very funny. It was all these people, yeah, uh, the Freaks and Geeks squad and Apatow, and she was a major part of that, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd see her in pretty much everything Apatow. She does a cameo. Anyway, she somehow gets <laughs> something on Seth's pants. <laughs> I'm trying to figure a way to It's amazing that. how you're going to do this podcast and just try to keep it PG, which right? is pretty hard. So she was she was, uh, she was, was getting a visit from her Aunt Flo. And, uh, <laughs> okay, we can go there. That's a clever way well, of doing it. We can go there, sure. Her slow sure. dancing, and sure. uh, that yeah. became a whole big thing. Yeah, yeah. And or even just the fact his his the clothes he wore. Oh yeah, and how he chose those clothes. Yeah, was, it was like a western shirt and those plaid yeah, pants. Those like plaid. what what is going on here? And he got them from Evan's dad's closet. Yeah, is like do because he's trying on Evan's clothes and and Jonah's way bigger. Yeah, and he goes, don't you shop at anywhere but Baby Gap? Yeah. Your dad shop at Baby Gap? No, it was Evan's clothes that he he said. Don't you have anything oh. else other than baby gap? Oh, because that's right. That's let's right. Let's go yeah. check out my dad's closet. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. But then everything like Seth Rogen or Seth Rogen, Seth, the character's yeah. T-shirt at the beginning with the Richard Pryor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's funny how you don't give enough of a tip of the hat to wardrobe. Yeah. You know, and the way they, they really... It, it tells a story. It became a part yeah. of it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because uh, everything yeah. Michael Sarah wore yeah. is really like Michael Sarah. And he's, That's, he's still wearing that. <laughs> he still wears that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's the same yeah. kind of stuff he wore on Arrested, on the same stuff he kind of wears in, in Scott Pilgrim. Like, mm-hmm. he's that guy. Yeah. Vintage sweaters and plaid, uh, like, uh, striped uh, polo shirts. Right. And corduroys. Like, that's just who he is. Exactly. Yeah. His whole scene, too, with... Uh, Becca, when he finally is going to hook up with her, yeah. I and again, we can't repeat a lot of the lines, but yeah. it's I just he's like debating because she's super drunk and she wants to get with him, and yeah. he hasn't had a chance to drink yet because he's been out trying to hunt for the booze. Right. So he tries to speed up the process. Yeah. And that whole scene where he's finally going to hook up with his dream girl, and it goes wrong. Oh my god! It's so funny. It's so funny because it's just high school. Yeah. You know, my high school, there was fake IDs going. I actually never got a fake ID, but there was fake I've IDs. I've never gotten one. Yeah, there was fake IDs going around my high school and all this kind of stuff. And all these parties were exactly the kind of parties we had. Like, they were all ridiculous <laughs> parties. <laughs> Trying to get booze from anyone that was, I remember. I actually remember, because this is before texting or anything, I remember calling. 
I had a new neighbor that moved next to us when I lived in Newmarket there, and I was like in grade. Oh, there's no cell phone. Eleven or we were, yeah. yeah. And I called him from my buddy Darren's house, and he was a really cool guy. And I remember I called him and I said, "Hey, man, can you get me a case of beer?" And I thought he was like the coolest guy ever, and he'd just do it. Yeah. And he's like, "No, man, I can't. Your dad's gonna kill me." <laughs> and I remember saying to him, "Don't worry, man. He's out of town." And he goes, "Yeah, it's not gonna make it any better, Cap." <laughs> I think the only reason that I never yeah. got a fake ID is because yeah. I look 30. Yeah, you didn't need a fake ID. You could just walk into a beer store at 14 and go, I'm going to take a buy there. Like, yeah, no problem. I looked like yeah. this yeah. without yeah. the gray. Yeah, you yeah. Brown. yeah, you were six foot one, 230 pounds, and you had a beard. Like, you're like, I'm in there. Like, you know, it's like, nobody knew you were 14. Nobody cared. Yeah. 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 Um, but you're right. All this was relatable. Even the big party scene that happened where uh, the fight broke out mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen was saying how that was a real like party. Yeah, that like they were you're just starting out in stand up comedy, and another comic invited him to a house party. Yeah, and he went there, and it was just crazy. It yeah. was even crazier than what was in the movie. Okay, there was even like uh, they said a, a little person was married to like a bodybuilder and there was a pig there, <laughs> and like everyone's doing <laughs> drugs and. Like it was the craziest. That's he kind of wanted to put that feeling without being that over the top. Gotcha into yeah. the movie, and that's the party that we see in the film. Hmm. But it was even crazier in real life. Huh? And there they are, two super young guys. Yeah, uh, at this party in uh, in real life, and it was just like completely out of control. That's crazy. But another part too that I loved was at that party when they all think that Evan is this dude's brother, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Or you're Jimmy's brother. Jimmy's brother. And uh, who's a who's a really good singer. Yeah. And Michael Cera <laughs> fakes it. Yeah. Because they lock the door. Yeah. They yeah. like yeah. Yeah. have him in this room and yeah. lock the door. And he feels like he has to do it. Right. And he does These Eyes. Yeah. Uh, Winnipeg Band. Yeah. Uh, the Guess Who. Oh, so funny. And the way he did that, and he, the people were buying it. Yeah. And the way he dances when he does yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 absolutely <laughs> so good comical yeah and then yeah. later i don't know if you knew this part but if you're listening later and the cops are kind of having this kind of sober moment with each other yeah and i don't know if they were having a i can't remember if they were having a fight at that exact moment okay but that song's playing on the cops radio oh really i never know i see i yeah. read that uh in these in notes yeah but i know i remembered that watching the movie mm. if you're they're just silent with each other and you hear these eyes on the radio oh my god that's I thought that so was funny. funny i gotta look into that all right so honestly we could talk about this movie no we can go on for another hour but oh, we shouldn't we go shouldn't. and go like yeah we just love it so much mm-hmm. i don't know really what more to say like only that like if you've never seen super bad mm-hmm. you need to see super bad should give a shout out to maroki okay literally no name actor yeah. <laughs> no name. but we use that <laughs> yeah. we still talk about maroki and tiramisu yeah in the cooking class and the teacher yeah she was on freaks and geeks okay she played a teacher in freaks and geeks oh, okay i didn't know that and fogel's in her classroom in the home ec class gotcha and there's two famous scenes in there and where she calls out Fogel and surprises him. Yeah. <laughs> Fogel, hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, and then also when Seth is saying, like, I don't have a partner. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I'm washing and drying. Yeah. 
I'm like a single mother. A single mother. I'm washing and drying. <laughs> There's two weeks left. Two weeks of school. Uh, all of the, I didn't invent odd numbers, Seth, and then <laughs> sticks them with jewels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Maroki. Yeah, hilarious. Where he's drawing a flower on his face in a cat. Yeah, look at them. They're having so much fun. <laughs> I wish I could have that much fun. And their tiramisu is perfect. Perfect. Yeah, which I think is a subtle, funny thing that. Yeah. Uh, Seth and Jules tiramisu looks awful. Yeah. And their tiramisu looks absolutely yeah. like perfect. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Maroki and Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we could quote the movie all day. Yeah. We could talk about it for probably at least another hour. Oh, Our easy. favorite quotes, but between McLovin and his fake ID and mm-hmm. the, and Bill Hader and Seth Rogen and then Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah playing the Seth and Evan, uh, I, like yeah. you said, I think the cop stuff is funnier mm-hmm. with Rogan and Hater. They just stole it. From but me. the whole movie is funny. And again, you and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Having a movie being completely funny start to finish. Mm-hmm. There are funny movies that have great premises and great casts. And about 30 minutes in, or at least maybe the last 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you're like, I can't. No, it yeah. just falls off. It falls off and loses it. Yeah. And this yeah. movie doesn't. No. It's start to finish hilarious even at the very end mm-hmm. when they're in the mall and seth is trying on pants right and it was really just an excuse for them to run into the girls the next day right uh and he's trying on pants he goes are these too tight and yeah. he goes it looks like a division sign <laughs> <laughs> what do you say your thing shouldn't be above the <laughs> i don't remember the exact quote oh my god yeah. <laughs> those are too tight it's too tight <laughs> All of it, yeah. start to finish, yeah. funny. Mm. Every character, I wouldn't say anyone was bad. No, no. Even the girl that plays Becca, uh, there was the girl who plays uh, Nicola, which mm. was Fogel's crush. Yeah. By the way, just quickly, because he was 17, mm. Fogel's actual sex scene with Nicola at the party, yeah. his mother had to be present That's so because funny. he was underage. That's so funny. So he's trying to film his first movie ever, his first sex scene, yeah. and his mom is in the room. <laughs> I don't know how more uh, awkward that's, amazing. that's gonna get. Oh. Uh but start to finish, all the characters, every every side character, even the guy who's uh working at the liquor store. Oh, that, that stole all the booze and brought it? To the, yeah. the the party. And at the beginning when yeah. McLovin drops a six pack, sir, yeah. did you do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate my life. I hate my life. Yeah. And then when they rob it and yeah. he's just he just opens it up, cracks yeah. a beer, and just drinks it there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and he throws up the party with a box of booze. Yeah. From the liquor from store. From the liquor yeah. store. We're gonna get, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh all of it, I couldn't think of a character who didn't pull their weight, mm. even the smallest side characters yeah. to the main cast. Huh, yeah, I agree 100%. Start to finish, hilarious. Mm-hmm. 2007, super bad, the uh, focus of this uh, podcast by Gator. We got to put a pin in it because we can go for another 62 minutes yeah. talking about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us at K-Dog and Fish on all social media. And there you can watch us on Instagram where we do a live show every single Friday. Giveaway prizes. As we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we did give away a bunch of super bad Blu-rays. We have every 4 p.m. Eastern on Friday on Instagram Live as well as our virtual garage sales. Mm -hmm. And follow at K-Dog and Fish on YouTube to check out our other content. I'm super impressed. I did not swear one time. I know. That is f***ing amazing. Oh, now I got to beep it at the end.
Yeah, I was very impressed, actually. It's a gift for you. You know how many, like I said, they they swore a hundred and, what did I say? A hundred and seventy-six times yeah. they used the F word in the movie, mm-hmm. and we kept that whole podcast, with and doing quotes, yeah. without swearing once. I said I'd do it, and I pulled it off. Right to the end. You did oh, it. sucked, though. I love it. We no. did it. We did oh, it. Oh, but it wasn't f***ing funny. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, <f-ing. laughs> Oh, man. Ooh. Anyway, you guys are awesome. For everything, Funko Shop, KDogandFish.com. Boom. And thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast. Until next time, I'm Fish. K-Dog. We'll see you again soon. Peace.